And now, Thriller Thursdays on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. Chapter 19 It took quite some time to make their way to the far side of the mountain, but once there Alkern itself provided perfect cover for their efforts. With luck, the men spread out throughout the Valley of the Kings would never even know they were there. The Flying Squirrel tried hard to banish such thoughts from her mind as they seemed to suggest a best-case scenario, and the boss never seemed to rate those very highly. Still, there was no getting around the fact that, for the first time, it seemed almost possible that the eye of Anubis might soon be within their grasp, and it was difficult for her not to get excited. The Red Panda seemed less impressed. He pressed a gauntleted hand against the rock surface of Alkern and pushed hard as if that might tell him something. "'I don't know, Max,' he said dubiously. "'It seems a lot of trouble to go to.' "'Burying a pyramid or building one in the first place?' Falcone asked, amused. "'That's the one thing you can safely say about the ancient Egyptians. "'The fact that something was ludicrously close to impossible doesn't mean they wouldn't try it.' "'The Red Panda didn't have a lot to say to that, so he let it go, "'and the stranger set about preparing himself to cast a serious spell for the first time in many days. "'Think you'll be able to tell if the eye is in there, Max?' Kit asked, her gaze playing about the top of the peak high above. "'Probably not at this range,' Falcone said with a shake of his head. "'Not if it has that amount of rock between it and us.' She frowned. "'So what are we doing up here?' she asked. The stranger smiled enigmatically. "'I thought I might have a go at Pavley's method,' he said, "'and try to find out if there is an in there for the eye to be in, <laughs> "'if that wasn't too difficult to follow.' The Red Panda nodded. "'You're going to search for open space inside the mountain,' he offered, "'and see if there really is a pyramid under there.' "'That's the idea,' Falcone said, "'but it will take a bit of time, I'm afraid. "'Still not really at my best.' "'The Red Panda took this as a hint "'and moved back a distance of twenty feet or so, "'taking a seat upon a large reddish boulder. "'Kit joined him a moment later, "'and the two of them sat quietly "'and watched the stranger silently prepare. "'He leaned over to her slightly.' "'Probably take a few minutes,' he said. "'She nodded. "'There was silence for a moment. "'We'll just have to wait,' he said quietly. "'She looked at him and raised an eyebrow. "'I hate waiting,' he said. "'I can hear you, you know,' the stranger called without looking around. "'Sorry,' the red panda said back, "'before turning to Kit and putting a finger to his lips "'to signal that she should be quiet.' She stared back at him and almost did herself an injury trying to answer him only with her eyes, but he wasn't really looking any more. There was a pale blue emanation of energy from Max's hands, an aura which stayed static for several minutes as the sorcerer focused on sights unseen by his friends who waited nearby, if not patiently, then at least quietly. At length Falcone turned around to face them, "'Well,' he said, and then paused, as if not knowing quite where to begin, "'there is clearly a substantial amount of open space inside that mountain.' "'Could it be caves?' the Red Panda asked. "'Hey!' the Flying Squirrel protested. The stranger shook his head. "'I don't think so,' he said. "'There are hard edges to the work, flat walls and right angles, things you don't find in nature.' The Red Panda looked cross, 
How can you tell all of that? he asked. How much time do you have? the stranger asked sweetly. Almost none, the red panda deadpanned. Magic, Falcone said simply as if this explained everything, which, in all fairness, it kind of did. What's all this cave stuff? the flying squirrel said disgusted. I thought we were looking for a pyramid, like I said. We were, the red panda agreed, but we found tremendous open space instead. You see, my dear, the stranger said, most pyramids are almost entirely solid. Even the mighty pyramid of Cheops has staggeringly little open space inside. But this is something else entirely. The flying squirrel blinked at them. How could two such brilliant men be so very dumb? You're saying the big pyramid-shaped thing can't be a pyramid because it has too much space inside? Yes, came the reply from both men at once. Space that was obviously man-made? Yes, Falcone admitted. So, Kit was bringing things in for a landing now, regardless of what you boys decide to call it, can we all agree that this particular big pyramid-shaped thing is probably what we're looking for? There was a moment of silence. It's an interesting point, the red panda said at last. Thank you, she said, taking a very small bow. In any event, the stranger said, running his left hand along the surface of the rock as the blue glow returned to his outstretched fingers, unless I miss my guess, there is a way in just here. A way in, the red panda asked incredulously. It looks like a wall of solid rock. I'm sorry, Falcone corrected himself. It is. I meant that under that wall of solid rock is a way into the original structure. We can't just say pyramid, Kit asked. If it helps you, I suppose, the stranger agreed, only slightly grudgingly. There's a door here, the red panda said, intrigued. Falcone nodded. Or a significant structural flaw. In any event, I believe we could gain entry here if we could get through the outer layer of rock. How deep is it? the red panda asked. Not more than four or five feet, the stranger said brightly. The flying squirrel whistled. Might as well be four or five miles, she said. The stranger smiled. Well, not to be immodest, he said, but I could blast our way through in a moment. At least I could under normal circumstances, and, and I am feeling quite a bit better than I was. Kit wrinkled up her nose. I detect an if or a but coming up in a heck of a hurry, don't I? she asked. Well, Max said, our foes would surely hear such an explosion, magic or not. And once the door is open, it is open. How would we prevent them from entering after us? After you, a voice rang out from everywhere and nowhere. "'My dear Mr. Falcone, we will not follow you into the Pyramid of Anubis.' "'Pavley,' Falcone said as if it were a curse, and spat as he did so. "'I don't see nothing,' the flying squirrel called. "'The desert winds began to shriek and howl around them. "'Sand flew through the air, cutting like a razor as it lashed at them, "'whirling higher and higher into the air, "'sucking the hot, dry air away from them with terrifying speed.' "'The red panda struggled for breath.' Fighting to see through the blinding, unnatural sandstorm, he dropped to his knees, losing the battle to remain conscious. He could see the others fall, helpless, and just before he joined them, Pavley's voice rang out once more. 
The secrets of the eye shall soon be in our hands. So, do you like comedy? If you do, then Friday Follies might be just the feed for you. From the Mutual Audio Network, every Friday we bring you a selection of hilarious audio drama. And you can find it wherever you find your podcasts. Just search for Friday Follies, or you could subscribe to the main Mutual Audio Network feed. It's up to you. Find us there. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.